my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. So this is the you are not going nearly fast enough for this episode of Geek Stuff TNG episode 673, the one we did in half the normal time. <laughs> so we're really just gonna gonna burn through half this baby. time. All right. Stop well let's time. Uh, let's call it. No, quick I don't hits. know. We gotta play with the title. And not, with that, folks. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean we actually gotta do shit. It'll but, be the know. intro, a song, the the plugs, the live read, and then we're out. Um <laughs> All right, let's just let's just jump in. The wrap-up. Yeah, wrap-up music. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 has wrapped. Well. Are we skipping social media? Oh, Good. see? All right, hold on. We're going to start over. No. No, don't start don't over. Don't start over. We'll do, it live. Go. See. we'll do it live. All right, don't forget to do. See, we already did all this. We're doing it a second time. Uh, this is the bonus show. Episode 673 now. But it's not. We're all on vacation this week. So for you, this feels like a regular show. For us, it feels like overtime because we love you so much. And if you want to interact with the show, then you can follow us on all the social medias like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram where we're GeekStuffTNG. You can call us on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Good job, Kev. Or you could send us an email. Oh, I don't know okay. that one. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. Uh, you seem so confident. You were still smiling. I thought you I probably it. knew it, but I was just like, eh. You're not, you're not confident enough to go for it, which I understand. Nah. You can support the show uh, on Patreon, where for which is patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For a dollar a month, you get access to the private Discord server where you can chat with members of the show uh, and other geekstufftng listeners. You can always chat with Kevin. You just have to at mention him. Um, That's right. For $3 a month, it's the bonus show. I'm sorry, the early bird special where you get the show essentially the day after we record. For $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you get the sandwich shop and the vintage episodes of Geek Stuff TNG twice a month. And then no. For, what? No. What? You do not get vintage episodes of Geek Stuff TNG. Oh, you get Nobody vintage wants episodes that. of Big Kev's Geek Nobody Stuff. wants that. It's the week before Little Rascals version of the show. They want the true... The, the soul, the heart and soul of the past, which was Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Yes, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, where you get to hear things like... Things like... Oodle Lolly! Where Big Kev and Mr. OG hosting Big Kev's Geek Stuff, and you get vintage episodes on the 1st and the 15th every month. that guy. And then for 10... Now he's the executive producer of the show. And then uh, for $10 a month, you get to watch all of this happen live on the Instagrams. All true. All true. Okay. So back to news. Indiana Jones 5 has finished filming. They've wrapped. Good question mark. Do we know the title of this one? Have they have they titled yes. it? Yes. Indiana Jones 5. Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Lost Ark of Doom. Indiana Jones... Yeah. And the gallstone. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the walker of the pharaohs. <laughs> yeah, because like... Indiana he, Jones and the Nazis of latter-day Europe. Yeah, Does he Nazis disappear in the like halfway through the film because he was out for like 
six months with a broken arm? No, or did they... no, no. Okay. Did they? I don't think he had... Did they say he had a broken arm? He like got really injured. He got no, injured he got hurt. No, I know that, but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as the Star Wars one, where the door arm the Millennium Indy. Falcon attacked him. Yeah, Harrison Ford is like Mr. Glass from uh, he's the M. Not Night Shyamalan quite that movies. Frail, but yeah, he's he's had some he's had some injuries. Well, he, I, he, he is damn near eighty. I mean, so. yeah, and he's making action movies, so maybe maybe that's the problem. This is it, though. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this is. Does he have any? Does he have there. any franchises left? I don't think so. Regarding no. Henry II, he still no. can't remember shit. Um, no, that's not how that movie ended. What's the What's the one where he's like the president or whatever? Air Force Air, One. Air Force Two. No, he's on the helicopter. Two. No, I don't see that. No, <laughs> it's not the fugitive. No, he doesn't have any other. Still fringe. a fugitive. Oh, he well, no, I was about to say, I was about to say a Blade Runner three, but no, yeah, that won't be a thing. So, uh, what does that leave? Has he played other characters more than once? Uh, they could when they redo uh, Star Wars all over again a third time. No, that's done. That guy's dead. So let no, me ask I, you. Honestly, I really think, I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to act anymore. He's just not going to be Indiana Jones anymore or Han Solo or Decker or, you know, any of the characters that sort of really made him famous with all due respect. And uh, maybe he will. I mean, God help us if he does more of those movies like the one he did with that dog, the computer dog. What was that? That's like a classic. It was a I can't remember what it's called. The one where he's like up north and it's. Oh, like ba- not Balto. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah that the, one. The dog. Movie. Whatever it was. So memorable, as yeah. you can see. Um, yeah, I mean, as long if he's going to do other shit like that is probably what's going to happen. Right. Or he's going to be like, you know, he'll have some smaller, maybe smaller roles. Same money, smaller roles, because, you know, he can do that now. So, so let me ask, though, with Indiana Jones 5. So uh-huh. uh, did they. What was Mutt? What was the what was the character that everybody Shia? hated? Shia LaBeouf. Mutt. Did they write him out or did they recast him? Nobody knows. Just, we don't know yet. Okay, that's that's no, the, that they was haven't the question. said anything about that that I've heard anyway. But that was his son, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. They might just say and like Marianne he's not Ravenwood into the was, adventuring thing anymore. And Marion Ravenwood was his mother. Yeah. Is so, uh is Short Round going to be? In I haven't one? heard she's in it either. But is short round in this one? I feel like short round's coming back. No, nope, I haven't heard that either. Nope. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. They've wrapped filming, so we'll, we'll watch out for it. You know what else Disney has in the hopper? What? A haunted mansion reboot that that Ooh. everybody was clamoring for. Yeah. Were they? <laughs> I mean, were they clamoring yeah, for no, it? I I don't know that there. I mean, I don't know that there's any need for this. It, well, it'll be a cute a need movie for, a for Disney to have a slot in October. There right. was not a need for a movie based on the Jungle Cruise ride, but it happened. Yeah. Listen, I, I want a Space Mountain ride a movie at some point. I want a they Space Mountain one. movie. No, that's Tomorrowland. Except it was called Witch Mountain. Oh, yeah. That also had The Rock in it. So The Rock's been in two of them then. Uh, he was in the remake, sir. He was not in the original. Oh, they should do a movie for uh, Splash Mountain. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, Kev's I got know. a copy of that in his archives, I'm sure. He's got the DVD of it right next he to him He might be right the now. only one left if Di- of until what? Disney finds out. Of the movie that Splash Mountain is based on? What Song of the South? That? Song of the South? Oh, yeah. No, I do have that. <laughs> the only movie that Disney will... You know how we said Disney doesn't leave things in the vault? Disney will leave that in the vault. <laughs> I have a copy of that. That actually is in the archive. Let's see. So let, let's keep moving on. Let's get to the Great DC. Great booted movie titles of our time. That's probably number one. It's either that or the uh, the holiday special. Is, yeah. You know, yep. I would agree. Available at every con near you. Yeah. Have, have you seen the uh, Michael Keaton from Batgirl? You know, getting to no. see some of his, his suit. Again, there's just some pictures are surfacing of it, so we're all waiting to see the Batgirl movie and the Flash movie, which is I, I supposed guess, to be yeah. a, a Batman movie. In uh, in yeah, so I'm confused. So he's he, is he going to be the same Keaton Batman in both yep. movies? Yes. Okay. I feel I feel like the Flash movie is the like the pilot for the Batgirl movie. I mean, right? They're going to. I'm confused. 
because now it's like Batgirl is established. But no, like, you see, definitely... it's the multiverse. Yeah, this is the DC multiverse. That oh, Flash is yeah, gonna, gonna Flash is gonna flash, f up the flashpoint everything. Yeah, they're gonna flashpoint the the DC universe just the same way that No Way Home multiverse to the Marvel universe. Except they fixed it in in Marvel and DC. They just gonna let that shit ride. <laughs> Take the shit, put it in the blender, and make blended shit. All the doors are Kinda. open. All the doors are open. Let's, and they stay open. Let's let's shift to because we're doing quick hits. Let's shift to DC in uh, streaming now over on HBO Max. Uh, Teen Titans is uh, season four is now filming. Oh nice. Why are you in the shadows, Scott? Because it's nighttime in California now. Are you hiding? No. Like what is going on? Sandwich is in nighttime more than you. Yeah, but he's got like his he's got his ring light because when he's done, he has to do all of his OnlyFans account stuff. So that just takes time. Oh my god. Scott, how do you know what that is? How do you know what that is, Scott? I have Who the internet. Who told you? Who told, Who told you about my everyone? I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest tipper. Uh... oh stop, please. Stop. <laughs> Does no. he sit in cake? Does he sit and take on his OnlyFans? Because let me tell you, he owes me money if that's the case. Because that shit was my idea years ago. No, it's it's just it's just sandwich, just cold cuts, cold cuts, <laughs> sandwich and shorty shorts. Oh, sandwich and shorty shorts sitting in cake, well, salt and vinegar. What, what tier One on the Patreon on was that supposed to be? Huh? What tier on the uh, Patreon was the sandwich sitting in cake? Uh, that was 20? that would have been the top tier. The, the I think, I think we only bumped. I think we bumped me to twenty. Yeah, maybe. So fifteen, you play with me on Fortnite. Twenty, you see me sitting cake with shorty shorts. With shorty shorty shorts. shorts. Um, like Daisy Duke short. So by the oh. time this episode comes out, the Batman will have premiered. It premiered on March fourth. Yes, the oh, reviews sweet. are in, and apparently they are very good. Which is great. That's what I've heard. Have you heard something different, Scott? You had a shocked look on your face. I, I've heard it's strong, but it's long. You know, three hours is long. Like it, it's. Yeah. I, I I've heard. I've heard people generally like it, but it wasn't everybody's favorite. I heard the gloom is definitely there. Yeah, and and but that people really like to see a, an actual detective movie. That that it's not an action movie with detective elements. It's detective element detective movie with action elements is what I heard. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That Matt Reeves said he was going to focus on the one aspect of Batman that has been consistently ignored in TV and film. Well, maybe not so much TV, but certainly film, which mm-hmm. is that he is the world's greatest detective. And you also know? what I heard was that uh, he's not billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. He's weird recluse Bruce Wayne, who focuses all of his time and energy on his bat hobby. Yeah. So, because well, that's like, you know, again, I mean, that's just, it's just, again, there's been different portrayals of how Bruce Wayne is out he's the got world. got the money. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, but he's not going to be out and about. No, you save that for the second film. Yeah. Right. When, when he has I to start like to trying to, to differentiate the two just personas. The same way, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is the same thing they did with, uh, with the what you call it movies, but they're probably just doing a slower burn on it. Yeah. With Christian Bale, Christian Bale was not billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne in Batman Begins. I mean, he eventually was in Batman Begins, but he wasn't at the outset of Batman Begins. He was mm-hmm. off in, you know, China or wherever the hell he did training, and then he was like, and remember, he was like trying to shoot uh you know somebody and like all those things you know like he wasn't billionaire playboy bruce wayne he was dark brooding shithead bruce wayne so if they're going to do that with the character in the first film of a reboot i i respect that if they're going to slow burn it maybe into the second film before he becomes billionaire playboy i mean we're assuming a second film uh or and a third uh if they're going to go that direction with it fine that that tracks with the character. I don't have a problem with that. Now, did you see there's going to be a, a Penguin spinoff show for HBO Max? Yeah. With Colin Farrell? No. Uh, it's going to be, you uh, know, the, the mini Saints of Gotham, right? I mean... You, you have to 
really you have to really stop going to we got it covered this is from indie wire man for, for news for this program. this is indie wire legitimate news source okay so, so so basically they're trying to start a dc plus yes well it already mean, failed once it, it did but i think it's having a lot of success on hbo max okay. so, so i agree that the dc well because of peacemaker well, no, because and and Titans and uh, Doom Patrol, those are doing well on HBO Max. Are they? It, it wasn't oh. enough to support. Well, Titan season four is is started. I I think that I I think that the HBO Max with all the stuff that's there is is doing well, and so that now they can devote a little bit more to you know to the DC genre. Uh, right. you know, and again, Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell's HBO Max Penguin spinoff will be like the Scarface story, says Batman producer, according to IndieWire. It's a legitimate news so, source. What's All funny right. is we definitely talked in this program at some point. I think Kevin pointed out how they're going to do a DC universe and a Batman universe. And now we have that yeah. officially then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because our clandestine, completely and utterly inside source said that to me several years ago yeah that after the failure of justice league and all of those movies and the shall we say tepid reception of bat affleck uh that they were definitely going to go off in a different direction so and right and it's come to pass it's taken forever but it's come to pass so yeah that is uh yeah that's really that's really interesting yeah so it's as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a penguin. <laughs> Instead of the the normal like trumpets and horns and stuff, just have like penguin noises. <laughs> I mean, but if you if you just like we were talking about last week on uh, about the street level Marvel characters, right? If you've got a mob story about penguin, I mean, honestly, that's what Gotham was, right? It was the Penguin Show. And he was the only okay part of it. Like his plot lines were not bad from until I gave up on the show relatively quickly. But like I can see if it's Penguin and it's organized crime show, and then you bring in Gotham lower level characters, you know, and and then you know you come back to the come back you, to the you just get in movie. that you just get in that dangerous area, and it's why I hated Gotham so much, which is laying out the idea that every character in the Batman universe started out in Gotham as a, a as a young kid or a, or or a lower version of himself and but there's no Batman yet you know what i mean like it really ran into that and catwoman was the worst of them in that in that tv show because first of all the actress that played her looked like Stewie <laughs> from family, family guy. guy and uh, it was so distracting but the point is oh the, the larger point i should say is that you know a lot of these characters in my opinion a lot of these characters depend on having a batman in 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 there to play with the joker kind of broke me out of that a little bit but only a little bit and be honest he's in there he's a kid but he's in there well there's um, also two of them in theory but yeah and you and that's that kind of the you know that's kind of the point that I'm making about the penguin show you know which is that I get it I get why they want to do it and fleshing out characters using TV shows is clearly the future because Marvel's doing it so why shouldn't DC huh? but at the end of the day I always found those characters to be more reliant pardon me more reliant on Batman mm. to shape them than their own past did. I, I think Marvel does something a lot better than DC, which is I feel like every DC superhero is meant to be like kind of big time. Like I feel like DC doesn't really have like a street level. Yeah, you might have Batman fighting you know, uh, the, the Carmine Falcone or whatever in a couple issues. But then he's also fighting like Darkseid like in Justice yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, DC doesn't really do street level. They'll do, like, smaller, maybe. 
Like, yeah, maybe you're not fighting in Gotham. Maybe you're fighting in, like, random city we made up that's in essentially Kansas. But, like, they don't do street, I feel like. I feel like part of these... Not not a lot. They certainly don't do a lot of street-level stuff. And most of it... Yeah, you're right, though. Most of it is related to... A lot of it, I should say, is related to the Batman family. Nightwing is kind of a street guy. Yeah. But then, I mean, that's a, that's an example of one. Yeah. You know, then he also does Batgirl, Teen Titans, maybe. But he'll do Teen Titans and show up fighting. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I, I'm not saying you're wrong, but no, no, no. I was, they just don't do it. They just don't do it well. Is they don't, they don't focus on it as, as well yeah. as Marvel does. Right. Mar- I feel like Marvel is always a place where you can go for like a more realistic thing where it's like, yeah, not everybody wants to go fight Thanos. Some people just want to fight and save their neighborhood. Yeah, I do think that that this take on the penguin that basically makes him organized crime uh-huh. makes it easier to do a penguin series that the Batman doesn't have to intervene in the same way that until like the last episode, right? <laughs> you, you know, or or you know, maybe maybe not at all. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna structure the, the series there, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily see uh, Robert Pattinson showing up in the HBO show. I don't know. Um, you know, it'd be cool, but like for you me, can't have you can't have if... like the Joker without Batman. Because, yeah. because, like I think, like what Kev was saying, like they develop together. But if Penguin is organized crime, you don't need a Batman to drive an organized crime career. But you do yeah. need a Batman to stop you from, you, you know, smile poisoning the city. Right? Those are different types yeah. of villains. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? It'd be really cool if at the end of the Penguin show they do a bit where Batman shows up, but from the perspective of the villain. So now it's like, hey, how the hell do you escape from Batman? <laughs> <laughs> like make it like a scary like last 20 minutes where it's like you have some crime family meeting and suddenly the lights go out and some guy gets brought up behind you and it's like okay now escape so it's <laughs> that just from would the, be kind of cool from the perspective of the the bad guys and which would make yeah. batman the bad guy yeah that's, like, that's not bad they, they teach you to love like one of penguin's henchmen and then you see him get his leg broken in half <laughs> and, and beat to death with it yeah and then like some other guy who was like a dickhead and then you see him with like his jaw busted in suddenly <laughs> you know like i feel like it'd be a, a cool take on kind of like the fear that batman has for organized crime in gotham can we <laughs> like, can we take a pause for a second sure put the show on pause put the show on pause So while we're while we're still on the streaming services, um, just talk about HBO Max. Uh, Righteous Gemstones has been renewed for a third season. Have you guys watched any of the Righteous Gemstones? No. Do you, do you guys know who Walton Goggins is? No. No. He was on the Shield, and he was he was in Ant Man. He was the kind of secondary bad guy other than Ghost in in Ant Man and the Wasp. No, no. All right. Anyway, he's great. He's in it. Uh, I would recommend Righteous Gemstones as well. Okay, let's move on to Amazon Prime. Right? We mentioned earlier, uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel's coming back for a season four, and I think it's going to have a fifth and final season. Um, and the boys diabolical trailer dropped with Simon Pegg voicing Huey. Yes, that I heard about. Yeah, Huey was based on Simon Pegg. Is that right? That's yes. correct. So, so people are excited that he's going to be voicing it in the animated version. The actor that I played mean, Huey was in Scream, right? The the new Scream movie, also. Was he? And he's going to be in. He's going to be in Christopher Nolan's next film, Oppenheimer. Uh, Could be. Okay. Yeah. That you mean Meg Ryan and uh, Dennis Quaid's son? Really? That uh, yeah. 
Jack Quaid. Yeah, I guess that's his name. Yeah, Dennis Quaid's yeah. son, huh? I did not know that's that. That's Dennis. Dennis. His parents are Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. Wow. I wonder. Do you think that Dennis? So so should he hook up with Dakota Johnson? Right. That would be like a weird connection, right? Because Meg be Ryan weird. and Melanie Griffith are like so. They they were like so. They came up at the same time in Hollywood, and they were like similar parts. I don't know. Yeah, that would be weird. Okay, uh, so over on Amazon Prime, also there's a Blade Runner 2099 sequel series from Ridley Scott in the works. So yeah, maybe maybe I don't uh, know where again. Don't know where that's gonna possibly go. So, so I mean, Harrison Ford can he show up on that? He died in spoiler. He died in Blade Runner. What he did? Didn't he? Why did, don't I remember that? Did, uh, that's what I'm asking. Did his character die? No. No. So all I don't right. Think so. then, then he could. I then remember he could show up. wrong. I don't well, think he I died. Mean, isn't are we in like 50 years ahead though so wouldn't that make it is it 50 years after blade runner 2049 is if it's blade 99 2099 yeah i mean because oh. re- replicants have a limited lifespan right they don't just live forever i think so i yeah i think that's correct but what would be the story i don't know it's just All gonna right, be well, a i guess we'll series. find out so, and then uh, we still need uh, Mr. OG to comment on uh, The Legend of Vox Machina over there on Prime. I saw two episodes of it so far. And? And? So, it, it's the same kind of... St- it reminds me of D&D Invincible in the way that the gore is portrayed. Maybe because it's, it's the same animation studio in theory. Um, it seems fine. All of the voice actors are... Uh, I voice think the- actors? No, but you know what I mean? Like the same people, people are voicing their characters. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the extra people are just someone else doing a voice because they're voice actors. So I really don't know. Um, it's fine. You know, I, I, uh, me and my friends are watching it after D&D one night. And, you know, I, I, if I didn't know any better, I couldn't tell it's a and d story. You know, we made, we picked out things that reminded me of a and d thing where like, the dragon hit the guy and like, oh, he's down. It's like, oh yeah, he went down. I get it, I guess. But it's fine. I mean, if I bet if I was really into Critical Role, I'd enjoy it more. I for now think it's like okay. You know, if if you're into Critical Role, you'll probably like it. If you're tangentially into D&D, you might somewhat enjoy it. If you know nothing about either of them, I don't know if it's for you. It might be a cool fantasy story. With a lot of gore and sex and curse words. Yeah, so you, you said it's when you said D and D Invincible, you meaning it's the same animation style as the show Invincible. Yeah, like right. if someone gets punched, they explode into like guts and gore and right. Okay, like people people get like chopped in half. Like it's they don't they don't turn away from uh, the gore. And if the first episode is any indication of the rest of the show, um, th- there's genitalia and whatnot. <laughs> oh yeah i wasn't oh. i wasn't sure i just knew it was a cartoon i said oh well you know let's put this on and, and my kids were in the room and I like like two yeah. minutes into it i'm like there was f-bombs left and right i'm like oh okay yeah this is going going off so yeah the uh yeah. The, the kids it's definitely not for the kids. definitely i heard definitely not for for kids so mm. yeah so let's jump over to paramount plus uh Ooh. star trek picard season two is going to have q in it three what season three, season three isn't of it picard yeah. No, there was only one season of Picard. This will be season two. Oh, I thought this one was season three. Or did they announce that season three is going to be the last one? Th- that That's probably the announcement there. Yeah. Um, basically, Paramount feels like their Star Trek shows aren't at their peak Trek yet. They're still... They, basically, they're saying give them some more time. It takes time to develop a good Star Trek show. So maybe that's specifically pointed at you, well, Mr. Big Kev. They're, they're not wrong if we have... If we have Next Generation and DS9 to look at, the other ones not so much, but those two had draggy first seasons and second in the case of Next Generation was not really on. If you watch it now, it's not really that good. But um, but then after that, yeah, traction for sure. Yeah, well, I, I mean, and I... I uh, Once they took Cisco's hair away. I mean... Deep Space Nine goatee. finished strong. It just got better and better and better. I mean, Deep Space Nine was just... It's still my favorite. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and I've never seen Voyager. 
And I have. Um, I just I never, I never watched. I mean, you know, it, it Enterprise. Just, I wanted desperately to like Enterprise, but I I liked it, but I didn't like it a lot. It needed more time too. I think that I think that if that would have had a little bit more time, it could because it was yeah. going somewhere. And I liked the characters. And yeah, and I the wish... new show, the new show hasn't launched yet, right? The one with Pike. No, it hasn't. And then there's going to be a Starfleet Academy show. So, uh, so there's going to be, there, if you like Star they Trek, get Will Wheaton? there's going to be lots. I have not heard. I would love to Wheaton! see, I would love to see, uh, Admiral Crusher, you know, in charge of Starfleet Academy. That would be excellent. Mr. Ooh. Will Wheaton. Um, also over mm-hmm. on Paramount, I think we, we mentioned the Pink Ladies Grease prequel that's coming. Like the rise of the we Pink did? Ladies. I think we've mentioned we it. We did we did not. Yeah, where they're going to de-age no. Stalker Channing and she's going to be playing a 15-year-old version of herself. No, no. <laughs> First of all, if you de-age Stalker Channing from Greece, she would be playing a 30-year-old. Because <laughs> she was she already was 30 when she was three when she made that movie and she's supposed to be in high school. So... Yeah, Stalker Channing and I are like the same age, right? Is that is that the joke, Kev? Oh, come on. <laughs> You're not as young as Stalker Channing. <laughs> Uh, there's also the, the the Beavis and Butthead revival. They're going to be adults yeah. in that, it looks like. Like, it's not going to still be Beavis and Butthead, the kids. It's going to be grown-up Beavis and Butthead. I yeah, think. I heard that. And also, it doesn't. it just doesn't work. Exactly. They don't do videos anymore. Like, the, the, the thing about Beavis and Butthead that pe- I think people really liked was not the interplay anima- animation between the videos. I think it was the videos. And there are, are there still videos? No, I think it's going to be more like, videos? it's going to be more like the movie, right? Beavis and Butthead do America. It's going to be, it's going to be yeah, like, that's like what the I shorts. Mean. I mean, because remember Beavis and Butthead came from the Spike and Mike Sick and Twisted Animation Festival. And there were like, you know, three no, minute no, short films no, with Beavis and Butthead. No, it didn't come from Spike and Mike. Yeah, it did. Because I saw MTV it in San original. Diego. No, no, it was a Spike and Mike and then MTV bought it and made it the thing that you saw. Is that saw. what happened? Uh-huh. I thought the reverse happened. All right, but anyway, the point is, is that I think what it became famous for was the videos, not the sort of secondary story that carried it through, and that's why the movie didn't do that well. I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong; the movie has some memorable stuff in it, but I really think that. I mean, yeah, I want to see what the yeah, I want to see how they handle the adulthood of those characters. Of course, I do, but at the same time, it's not. I mean, it's it's doomed to be a short in the sense run because i just don't i think the thing that made it popular was the making fun of the videos and all the stuff that they did so either they're going to make fun of old videos or they're not going to make fun of any videos and that's going to be weird yeah it's just i, I think be yeah i think you're right it, it's the the characters don't have any enough redeeming qualities to care to watch them for any length of time they can yeah. make fun of something for you know a couple of minute video, but it's not like like King of the Hill. They created characters that could then move on because essentially Hank Hill was the old guy that Beavis and Butthead used to mess with. But then they kind of made yeah. him a real character. They gave him right. more of a personality. Beavis and Butthead don't have enough personality to carry content. I don't think for for more than you know the interstitials between videos. Right. Exactly. Um. So then let's go back to uh. One last streaming station, that's Disney+. Plus. Let's talk Star Wars. Obi-Wan, mm. May 25th. So it's coming soon now. I hope so. Nice. And then... I'm as, worried. You, you, what are you worried about? I, I'm just worried they're going to book with it. There's a lot of people worried about that. You are definitely not alone. So they... Because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering... Now, it's like, okay, what is this... Like, what are we doing with this? So I can try to like rationalize everything. Right. And because I really, I do like Obi-Wan as a character a lot. I think he's like a, kind of like an under, not honestly underappreciated because people like him anyways. We know like he doesn't get as much love as like some other characters. So if we're going to give him a show, I want it to, you know, work. And it's like, what are we going to do with the show? Like, is Darth Vader going to be in this show when they're going to do something stupid about it? Because we already know that Hayden Christian is going to be in the show as Darth Vader. Why? Why is he there? What is this? What's the point? Well, there's clearly going to be there's clearly going to be flashback stuff because we're not going to get we're not going to get him as Vader in the black suit because it's clear in canon that they have not. I I think it's clear that they have not met at any point after yes Clone Wars. I don't I don't know that that's true. I have here's a voice. It's 
it's something I haven't sensed since, and then he stops. So you don't yeah. know when the sense. You think the sense is since he got Wars. his legs cut off in since on he Coruscant. went away. Since since I cut off your dad's limbs. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like I, that, it to me, it doesn't make sense to have him in anything other than flashbacks. Which is fine because that's that, I mean they could do a wonderful a lot of wonderful things with those two characters and flashbacks. They could actually one of the things that they certainly should do is establish a young live action Ahsoka Tano. That'd be cool. Because I was going to say you don't think that they'll have Rosario anything, Dawson play, play if it? They, if they if they serve the canon in any way, that's the way they should do it by doing something in the Clone Wars that establishes Ahsoka Tano as a character other than the animated character, which I have no problem with. And that is canon. All those appearances, all that stuff happened in canon. And I have no issue, but I think it would be really neat if they did a flashback that establishes the relationship certainly between, uh, certainly between Anakin and Ahsoka. That, I think, is something that they really, really should do. And then Ahsoka has cast Ray Stevenson as the villain? Yeah, as some sort of uh, emperor. So Ray Stevenson from HBO's Rome, also from uh, Punisher War Journal, I think was his, right? I think so. Yeah. So he'll be, no doubt, donning some sort of imperial outfit. He is not Thrawn, though. Right. And he also, Thrawn, not he that was, I've heard. He anyway. was a voice on the Clone Wars cartoon as well. So it's kind of not his first it, Star Wars. I don't Wars. think it's the same character, though. I think no, they made no, that decision. It's not. It's not. He's, but he was a character named Gar Saxon on the Clone Wars. And then he was also Volstag on Thor. So he was one of the, one of the yeah. Warriors three, right? He was the fat one. <laughs> and then, um, There's and the then the fat one, the blonde one, the Chinese one. Right. And then John Watts is in talks to direct a Star Wars series for Disney Plus as well. So John Watts, that's the No Way Home director, right? Or uh, all no. the Spider-Mans. Did he direct all three? I think he did. Oh, all right. Well, so he's in talks to direct a... So, I mean, again, he could take his Spider-Man uh, Disney directing chops to go over to Disney Plus with it. Do some Star Wars. Yeah, maybe you bring Tom Holland with him. <laughs> maybe he, they do like Dash Rendar or, you know somebody like that speaking of tom holland uh he was he's still in two out of three top three movies spider-man's number three and uncharted still number one uh as of this recording but uncharted is 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 lackluster but like there's nothing nobody's putting anything in because they know batman's coming yeah yeah so it's 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 a success by default right right so so you want to take us to break with that we will take our first and only break on this episode of geek stuff tng episode 673 the one we're calling something to do with less time <laughs> you said halftime first yeah that didn't work though all right we'll figure it out after these messages we'll be right back yeah We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh, <clears throat> that's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind, what we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. (laughs) Wow. Wow. What? 
Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Well, don't just stand there. Say something. Get out of my chair. Hey, this is John Delancey from Star Trek. And I was hoping for something more along the lines of, Welcome back, Q. It's a pleasure to see you again, my old friend. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Kev Uno Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Scott was responding to old sandwich. I was talking to myself and recordings of other people. Which you know is not uncommon. I have no friends except for you guys. So, um, but let's let's really Aww. let's let's finish this one up. Let's talk a little a little product. I think we should do a little product before we get done. Let's see. 
You have a product? Yeah, I have one. Is it a new astromech from the Star Cruiser? I haven't picked that up yet. I haven't been back to Disneyland yet. Let's do this. Geek Stuff. Product Reviews. It's, it's just the uh, Peacemaker 1-6 scale figure from Hot Toys. I mean, Peacemaker oh, yeah. is very Actually successful. Actually, looks really, really good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Again, I haven't seen the show yet, and, and what little of the character I got to experience in Suicide Squad, because I still have not finished that movie, mm-hmm. I was kind of tepid on, and I, I found it interesting that they were going to move ahead and, and do a TV show, but I will eventually finish watching the suicide squad and i will watch peacemaker because everyone's making such a big deal out of it so i will do it eventually eventually i mean getting back to our discussion about like street level like peacemaker is street level right i mean yeah definitely you know the the i mean well what it really is i would say the plot of the first season is the threat that they're facing is actually much larger than street level peacemaker and his band of misfits shouldn't be able to kind of win right because it's a, it is yeah. kind of overwhelming and, odds but you get this you know motley crew to to do it and and, and the of course the thing i want to understand is how how they took a cool character from the 80s like vigilante and made him the comic relief snake eyes of that show dude he is so funny in this he, i know it's, i've he's heard hilarious i mean he's honestly just about the best part is how again it, it's really the that comedy in this is, is not, well done that character is not funny in the books <laughs> It's not a comic relief character. It's almost like they put Plastic Man in there. You know, like that's, it's that level of, from what I've heard, it's that level of stupid. And I don't get, I loved Vigilante. I loved that book in the end. I probably because I love Batman and I loved Snake Eyes. And so, did, you, you is know, that what he looked I like in the comics? What's that? Did he, did he look like that in the comics? He did, yeah. yeah okay. He did. He looked exactly like Snake Eyes with more color okay yeah and eventually when i read the reprints of all those books many 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 years after they originally came out i enjoyed the character so yeah i mean i i thought that the show was great so that figure from hot toys looks looks really good so that yeah i mean hot toys has really been banging it out of the park lately with with stuff but you know the thing to talk about with hot toys really quickly is the fact that you know we're ordering hot toys now that are not coming out until the end of 23 wow What's the, why is it so far behind? I mean, why are they, I guess, because they're, do they like take orders and then make to fill those orders? And that's why there's the delay so that they don't have overstock? I think when they finish the prototype, they want to get the orders going because it's, you know, it's, it's collecting money, isn't it? Yeah. So, and of course, they're committed to doing it. And, and today with, you know, inflation and supply chains and everything, it's going to, all those things are probably delayed and taking longer than they would have they would yeah a couple years ago that's also true but you know there's a lot in yeah there are companies that turn figures around really fast but then there's other companies hasbro has stuff coming out in 2023 at this point you know during their toy fair presentation they talked about stuff coming out not coming out until 23 so you know like it's not not a surprise not a shock and hot toys actually worth waiting for you know but the issue is sometimes you order something and then, you know, or you order a couple of things, maybe you order two, three things. And then somebody who is in charge of keeping all your shit straight and making sure it gets into a safe spot. Maybe that person giving you shit about, you know, like, oh, you got 48 boxes. Uh, and, and you, you, you know, I might've ordered that shit. I mean, this person might've ordered that shit like two and a half years ago. Mm, yeah. But the, when the buying habits of two and a half years ago still continue to today, when two and a half years ago, in theory, in this imaginary theory, um, I might know a guy who has a similar story. Uh, the one guy buying stuff said he'd slow down. But and, th- th- and this is and, you're you're all and, you're doing is making my point, which and is didn't. which and is didn't, which is that person probably did slow down, like in the converse in your recent conversation with that person but guess what there's a backlog of stuff mm. that's coming it's, it's strange how there's always more the slowdown it's strange how there's always more packages coming 
It's Again, crazy how could be weekly, the how weekly there's at least four packages. No, that's into- outrageous. That's outrageous. I'm sure whoever this mystery person is, that would be that would be that would constitute a serious problem if there were that many packages. If only if only someone was figuring out everything purchased and gathering the prices so we could have an intervention. If you'd like show to be the person. if you'd like to be part of Geek Stuff TNG episode 700 intervention. You can call the GVM line 201-730-2547 and leave I a message to, to how Big Kev's addiction I, has affected your life. I hope to God that I'm dead before episode 700 and then you all can do episode 700. We shouldn't have made fun of him. Oh my god, no. We should have supported. We should have recognized that he what, has your a problem. addiction. We should have recognized the problem. How did your toy addiction drive you to death? Yeah, sure. Now, uh, Sandwich has a gold-plated toilet in his house, but still, we should have recognized there was a problem, and we should have maybe talked to him about it. I'll be doing. I'll be doing. I'll be doing my portion of the sandwich shop from Hawaii in my newly bought home. Listen. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the lease exactly. is already paid for for the rest of the year. We gotta, you know, we gotta use the house. I mean, oh no, Kev's not here anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. And then what? And then what? You gotta. The two of you no, monkeys gotta come on. I'm the one who's dying. I mean, I'm gonna feel. I feel really bad. I would feel really bad if he passed away. So don't do that. Um, oh, all right, oh, let's. Oh, we got. We got to get oh, this. Uh, this bonus episode. Oh, 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 oh. We're all falling out of the chair laughing. It was together. the. Oh, it was oh, the oh, horn. Oh. If it wasn't for the horn, I wouldn't have laughed. Mm-hmm. All right. Scott, can you do it one more time? Let me do it one more time. All right. Let's see. No, you gotta have the line first. <laughs> You got to do the line first. What? Ladies and gentlemen, Kev passed away. Is that how you think it's going to be? That's the announcement. I like the first version better. It was like, oh no, Kev is gone. (laughs) Oh no, Kev died. There you go. (laughs) Popping up for a first chair, Mr. OG. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe the three of you can roll for it. Ooh, the lolly! <laughs> Fuck, we're doing See a program. I, I mean, I took who, I took do, you, who do you think? IP. I took OG's IP and I used it in a comedic way. Yeah. Was... So not only did I promote OG's IP, but I made a very funny joke at the same time. Ha, ha, ooh, he, ha, ha, ha. And I thought my jokes were bad. Wow. Ooh, hey, Dom. Production. Sandwich, who do you think we're going to get for like a new host when Kevin's gone? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> what are you going to do? Is he going to create a situation for every button on that board? <laughs> I'm working on it. All right, look, let's, let's, let's get to the one last thing we have to do. Here we go. Okay. Theme park. Geek stuff. Theme park news. We managed to stretch right, this so, into like a full episode. This is great. Yeah, go ahead. So here's what we're doing. Over the next week that we have off, me and Kev are gonna write a bunch of of uh, possible section, possible uh, reasons to talk about, like Hasbro talk, uh, anything else we could think of, and then Scott's gonna have like. 45 new bits for him to just <laughs> that he has to produce. You got to produce them, put them in the soundboard, get all the different uh, buttons programmed. I want, I want the voice involved in this. So, cause otherwise it's just going to be Scott's voice, which is no time. good. Yeah. It's no good. We need, we need the voice. We got to, we got to work on that. Um, yeah. Okay. Park. Let's talk about uh, Disney's star Wars galactic cruiser. Oh, and what a huge flop it is. <laughs> so listen to this quote. Disney went all in on an experience that seemingly puts only the wealthiest guests inside a windowless bunker for two full days. Yes, that's correct. I mean, yeah, and who I can heard... afford it's five grand minimum, 
and and mm-hmm. you're in basically a room that's a, seems like it's about the size of a cabin on a on a real cruise ship. They're very tiny. That's what I've heard. I've heard that there's a dance off. I, I mean, the the article that I read said, if you're an introvert, this is not the trip for you. If you cannot suspend your disbelief and pretend to be part of the missions and act as if you're in the Star Wars universe, it's not the trip for you and you're wasting your money. But if you're, you know, if you well, can just be part of it and you're like, wasting your money out of the gate. <laughs> but yeah, they said it's basically like two days of dinner theater that you have to, you know, have you ever gone to like Tony and Tina's Italian wedding where you're like part of it? If no. you're if you're not comfortable Don't doing that, you're not gonna. Well, I've never done those either. But no, it's just, I've never seen Gallagher live either, and had to hold the slip and slide up because I was sitting in the first five rows. Right. So I mean, it looks it looks really cool. The va- the production values, you know, are awesome. Even even the fact that you know it looks like you're in the ship and all that, all those things kind of look cool. But at the price, it is just so outrageous. Yep. Everybody knew this a year ago. And and they just keep every time there's a new thing. There's already a video like out there on YouTube of it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's that tons. It's all over TikTok as well. Bad. There's an you know the Ray the Ray character and the real lightsaber. Apparently, there's an awkward transition when she switches to an actual saber she can fight with. Yeah. Apparently, it's really fucking awkward. That's what I've heard um yeah and shit like that you know like it's just one thing after another and if they had made it a couple of hundred bucks rather than seventeen thousand, nobody would care because for a couple of hundred bucks you're basically well that's basically a day in the park so you're getting that shitty uh little kid jedi training fucking bullshit anyway so how is this different except that you're staying inside of the show for two days yeah it's ridiculous it's outrageous and everybody's been you know this is a surprise to nobody 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 is coming out of this and going oh my god did you guys hear the fucking star cruiser thing is no good and it's over expensive and it's just it's bad nobody is has that level of shock Every single person is like, yeah, and yeah, I mean, we, didn't know this. we didn't know this three years ago. Yeah, what's what, but what are they going to do about it? Right? It's already built, it's Nothing. already there, right? Are the prices going to come down? Or are they just yep. going to, or is it just going to have zero occupancy? I mean, right, no, what's going to happen? They're going to, the price is going to, well, first of all, they're going to get through the first rung of these idiots, assuming they don't cancel. Uh, they're going to get through the first rung of these idiots that wanted to be first to see this disaster. It's like, I want. I want, I want the Lido deck on the Titanic, (laughs) you know, like it's like that level of dumb and where they're going to get through these morons and yeah, Yeah. then they're going to lower the price. And then when they lower the price, even if they half the price, right, you're still going to get idiots who go in there for half the price. Eventually it's going to price out. It's going to bottom out and either they're just going to turn it into a regular hotel. Right. The the, the interactive stuff goes away. I can't yeah, imagine they would close, close it, it and it'll disappear. Yeah. And it will just be a sad uh, memory for those that paid $5,000 to go there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah, funny. I, mean, I, I feel like everyone would have been shocked if it was good. No one is shocked for You're bad. right. Everyone would have been shocked if it was good. Well said, Sandwich. That's exactly correct. If this thing was even remotely entertaining, remotely good, remotely the experience that they sold it as you're right every person on the planet would be shocked to shit you know what's the best part about medieval times you get to go home (laughs) you're not stuck in there for two days yeah yeah nothing else about medieval times is good so the fact that you get to leave medieval times is really really good yeah that's what that's brilliant sam i'll say this brilliant analogy I'll, i'll say this about it although the rooms seem a little small the the it looks cool Right, I mean, it looks like you're in the Star Wars universe, but again, it's not worth the price. But I feel like the the quality of the of the build of the look of it let is them good. Build, yeah, let them build out more rooms, make it the Star Wars hotel, charge uh, you know what they're charging for whatever their premium hotel is on the property, right? And be done, and that's it, and yep. they're yep. done. 
and have everyone dress in, you know, and yeah, have you, you know, dress in uh, 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 Star Wars uniforms and I have a Wookiee walks around, take pictures with the kids and some yeah. troopers. To the dining with Mickey. Maybe, dining with maybe, maybe yeah. the second floor has been taken over by the Empire. So it's all Empire themed and there's, there's stormtroopers standing at the end and they like switch off every now and again. Dumb shit. Dumb fucking stupid put, put, hotel. Put it on shit. the forest moon of Endor. Have like a, 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 a like a water pool, a pool in the middle of the hotel, where yeah, there's yeah, like they could. That's exactly it. They could do dumb shit like that all day, and everybody would love it. But the fact that we're involved in a story and we can't leave, <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. They should and, have had like and, an outside. And I'm portion. paying how much for this shit? Like, no, come on, no. You know, I want to go there. I want to go there as much as anyone for free. So if Disney wants to inv- invite me down and prove that this is not the biggest hunk of shit, uh, then they're welcome to do that. So you need, you know, a million TikTok followers and then you could have gone for free during opening week because that's that's yeah. everybody that's there right now. Yeah, well, no. 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 Mm-mm, All right. No. And, and in other theme park news, there's a new astromech droid there's that I need to pick up. theme park news? No, no. Just there's a, a new astromech droid that I need to pick up for someone Oh. Uh, that I'll be providing prior yeah, to before uh, the Star the intervention. closes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get me those. So, all right. So, do we want to wrap it up? And with that, we will bring this episode. No, uh, too early. That's, that's too early. Um, again, don't forget to follow the show on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's it's Geek Stuff TNG and all those places. Be sure to support us over on uh, the Patreon. Dollar a month, you can get access to the discord server and chat with members of the show three dollars a month it's the early bird special five dollars a month it is the bonus round and ten dollars a month you can watch us record live typically every monday uh you can keep up with your oh you can call us on the gbm line 201-730-2547 sandwich which is waiting for his line (laughs) i watched sandwich's face and i was like is he gonna say it is he gonna say it is he gonna say it uh you can also send us an email at geeksoftng at gmail.com and then if you want to reach out I'm really hoping I want to put this out there I'm really hoping that you guys are actually hearing this episode and and that and that World War 3 has not uh, engulfed us all in the flames of nuclear destruction oh come on oh should I end the show with 99 Luft Balloons we'll save that for the first the first song back will be 99 Luft Balloons and we'll go from there 99 safe Luft Balloons do you know what that song is Sandwich? German version Always the German. The only word in it is balloons and Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Clear as a bell. Captain Kirk is clear as a bell. Captain Kirk. That's right. Um, If you want to get a hold of the English version, I don't know the German. You can find me on the Instagrams and the Twitters as Piday Scott. P I D A Y Scott. Sandwich? You can find me on Instagram and Fortnite at Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O B L E D O R E. And you can find me on Fortnite, Geek Stuff, no, Big Kev GS, and BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 673, to a close, the way we end some episodes Wait, by saying... Wait, what are we calling it? Oh. How about Dead Man's oh. Party? No. No? no? All right. Sad. That's too sad. <laughs> A quick one. Dead Man's Party? A quickie. Yeah, that one A quick one? Okay. Yeah. A quickie. Oh, I like that. Did you just say that sandwich? Yeah. A quickie. Let's do that. I, I hit peak comedy. I hit peak comedy when I'm tired. Are you ready? Ready. And with oh. that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff PNG, episode 673, the one we called A Quickie. To a close, the way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, Sally Kellerman. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.